Um, so how do you feel? I feel like fucking... I felt like shit today. Did I felt completely normal when I woke up. I think I was still drunk. I like woke up in the middle of the night and was like, I need to throw up. Really? Did, yeah. I didn't know you were that drunk. I mean, I, I was like pretty... I didn't even know either. I was pretty buzzed, but I wasn't like... Um, I don't know. I don't think I was that fucked up. Either did I, but I don't know. I need to go check that bottle and see how much of it I put a dent in, but it might be that organic wine. That might be double, like, it's got no sulfites in it, so maybe it's extra, like, drunkness in there. (laughs) (laughs) What are sulfites? I don't know. Fucking shit you don't want in your drinks. I know that. So why do they put it in there? Um, It's like a preservative, like, so it helps. I don't... Like, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. <laughs> this is out. I just know that it sounds oh bad for you, and I don't I like don't it. I have a lighter. Oh, there's a lighter over there. Oh, Thanks. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I woke up. Yeah. I had a hard time getting up, and I was like, fuck, I just want pancakes, man. Okay. And so I went, I, like, spent an hour trying to find gluten-free fucking pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> like... Gluten-free pancake mix that you could do yourself? No, to, like, like, order and justify that it was worth the cost. And then, like, half of the trouble is you don't know half of these places. So then you got to go through the measure of, like, looking on Yelp and, like, okay, do these pictures actually look something I want to invest in and I want to (laughs) digest? And by that time, a a tried-and-true go-to toad style in Bed-Stuy. Toad? Toad. Like Like a, not a frog, but a toad. Ribbit, ribbit, toad. Yes, okay. Um, they finally opened up, and I got their vegan, um, gluten-free waffles. And let me tell you, mama was satisfied. It was good. It was good. I put a little peanut butter on that, you know, my stash of peanut butter. It was good. It was good. I was happy. My natural, organic peanut butter. So, but the funny thing is, Jasmine texted me this okay. morning. I she texted me the same text that you sent me last night before we went to bed. What did I say? Uh, you sent me the, why are 24-year-olds on dating apps? Literally go oh, to the park and give eye contact. These apps are for people in their 30s who are dead inside and committed w- um, with commitment issues. Yeah, I remember reading that and thinking, kids who are 24 didn't <laughs> didn't grow up going to the park. Think you got that? Didn't grow up, like, meeting people in public. Like, people, I just feel like it's reversed. Like, no, dog, because, like, still when you're 24, like, you know somebody to go to the park with. It's not meeting people at the park. I never met anybody at the park when I well, lived in Las Vegas. I don't, I mean, I don't take that as, like, literally they're saying, I mean, well, right now it's quarantine, so that's the only thing we're doing is going to parks. But, um... But, like, I, I interpreted it, or oh, I read it dude, as, like... dude, I read it wrong. I thought they meant, like, go with a park and have eye contact with a person that you like. I just interpreted it as, like, why are you on a dating app? Like, get out in the world and meet someone. Yeah, you interpreted it correctly. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought they meant, like, like somebody and take them to the park and look at them in the eyes. No, they're telling kids to just like go out into the world and meet people and like let the 30 somethings be on the apps. But the okay, thing is, is but the, the reason I laughed at it was because it's like, I feel like kids who are like 24 have been on the internet their whole life. Where with like, we're in our 30s and like we definitely remember pre social media and like meeting people in real life 
as opposed to, you know, like. That's true. They don't. Uh, well, society wants us to believe a, tw- a traditional 24 year olds in college. Right. So it's still a school social setting that we are imagining that well, they're well, meeting each other and dating. And most people meet people in their workplace after school. Yeah. That's... So they're saying leave it for the grown-ups that have issues. <laughs> I I was laughing because of the fact that you sent it to me and both Jasmine sent it to me. I'm like, fuck, dog. You guys literally think I got some issues that I'm upon the site. <laughs> no, not at all. I just For me, it was more like I looked at it and I was like, <clears throat> like, okay, but we should be the ones who should be taking the advice of going to the park and getting the fuck off these stupid apps. Because, like, all these kids have ever known is apps. I think, in general, so we're not in the same place. Because, can you admit, dating off of these apps suck? So... Oh, yeah. It's the worst. I hate them. Does it suck because we know the other... Like, we know, like, the real world or, like, what it was previously before this? Or does it suck because it sucks and, like, that's not how relationships are formed? I think, like, for me, I don't like the apps. And, like, before quarantine, if I downloaded the apps, it would be for, like, 24 or 48 hours because I would be in, like, an absolute state of boredom, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, now... An absolute... You see that pun right there? Absolute. Yeah. App. App salute. Yeah, okay, I got you. App salute. That's fucking horrible. Um, anyway. That's the level I'm bringing to this. Thanks. Can't wait for my dad to come on and make some of them jokes. Um, so I, I just, I didn't like the app. So I was like, whatever. I would rather meet no one than meet someone on this app because it's just as like, I, I, I like meeting people in regular environments, you know? I feel like it weeds out a lot of the bullshit. Where with like on an app, like I'll look at someone's profile. I'm being, I don't like this about them. I don't really like that about them. This is cool. And that's cool. Mm, I don't like these two little things. So no. Where with like when you meet someone in a bar, it's like you don't see all that. You just see what you see in the moment. So if you like what you see in the moment, it's like an actual period of discovery. And I feel like those little things that you might have thought you didn't like, you actually either do like or you don't give enough a fuck of enough of a fuck about. And so like the shining things come through in the people that are like you're sincerely attracted to Mm -hmm. that you meet in public. Meet plenty of people in the public realm that you never talk to after the first five seconds, too. Word story in my life. But, but I feel like on the app, like you don't have the possibility of that those chemistry. like chemistry. Yeah, or just like those serendipitous moments in general. And it's like everyone is there looking for the same thing. Where, I don't think they're they're looking. Well, for the I shouldn't say looking for the same thing, but they're looking to meet someone in some regard, whether it's to fuck right there that night. Or to have a long-term relationship and hopefully get married to and the whole spectrum in between, you know, um, everyone is there to make contact with someone where with like when you're out in public and I I keep saying the bar, like I go to the bar and pick up girls, but I I don't. But at one point in my life, that was kind of what I was into. Um, But like I you don't know, like. If you're going to go talk to this girl in the bar, like, if you're going to make the effort 
to say something to someone in public in general. Like, oh, are they just here? Like, are they here with someone? Are they here? You know, you really have to like weigh out all the options where with like on the app, it could be like, I'm in a serious, long-term committed relationship. I'm just looking to fuck someone tonight. And you could still be like, okay, whatever. I don't know. I mean. So back to my question, do you think that you miss it because you knew that existed or you hate them miss it because I mean, you know, it's like not healthy period. Who cares if you had that experience? I think. I, okay, how do I put this? I think that, like, having had those experiences where with, like, I feel like a lot of kids don't. But, I mean, then again, like, kids go to school and stuff. And I you, feel like you meet even as much as, no, how? I can, you know what I just realized? Sorry to cut you off. I can hear the birds outside. Oh. You know? Please stop cutting people off. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Um, but as much as we say like, oh, it could possibly, um, that the newer generations are more and more behind their screens and more like, um, on social networking and on other, um, online, um, platforms, you're never going to take to, there's always going to be some point of human contact in their lives. Right. So they're always going to know what it's like to like have that serendipitous moment. Yeah. So I guess we can't even like say like that they don't know. So like they won't know what they're missing, but I don't think they know it to the extent that to date. Yeah. To like try it and yeah. Date. Yeah, or exactly. even like the or comfort ho- level or hooking up just like, well, like, I think they're always going to have that option, but they're not going to have, it's easy. Like now they could hide behind a screen because that's always still going to be available. I think when we first like went out and started like putting ourselves out there that wasn't even an option so this was the only fucking thing that you could do you know and i also think then that also is the snowball of less and less confidence yeah definitely definitely my confidence is like so different between like at 35 and 25 at like 25 i had like i was like I mean, I looked very similar to who I look now, maybe a little skinnier, but I mean, basically the same person. But like, I had no... No, you look different. I had no... Okay, whatever. Well, I've aged like a fine wine, so I'm not worried about it. I'm just kidding. No, but I'm just saying like, at that age, I had no fear of like, rejection at all. It'd be like, if I walked up to a girl at a bar and like tried to like interact or something like that and she like shot me down I'd be like all right whatever like I don't care there's like it as my dad used to say like oh women are just like buses another (laughs) one comes around every 10 minutes and like I know that sounds super misogynist but like if you look at it from just the stance of like there's plenty of people I'm gonna meet someone else in no time like oh you rejected me big deal like your loss anyway well I think there's the time tip ticking factor there's well I'm putting myself out there and there's more risk, right? Because I'm taking more risk putting investing in you. Yeah. Um so I think this is the time thing. I think it's also like before when we were 30, 25, we weren't trying to think like, oh, there might be an option, this might be the one and this is the person I'm gonna be with. You the biggest thing I was like, Oh, we might hang out for a couple weeks. Like that was on my mind. I never thought I would have a long term relationship. Yeah. When I talked to somebody at twenty five. Oh, like I just hope that we hang out. Yeah. Um, so also on a part of that um, text or like that twit tweet twit twit that twit that twit tweet um, it's also like saying that it's for people with commitment issues you think so 
Well, like, do you think the apps are really for that? Like, do you think people with, like, is it the whole, like, everybody has commitments that are attracted to these? Or do you think the old people that are single now in our, our age range are probably the ones left over with fucking issues? That's always that stigma, too. Oh, yeah. Because like, why are you single in, in your mid-30s? Yeah, yeah. Well, I get that all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ten years? <laughs> you couldn't fucking find somebody. <laughs> you couldn't trick no one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But I are mean, you like so? You're newer to this. To the apps, yeah. And I, this is the longest I've had them on my phone, like consecutively. <clears throat> I like downloaded them during quarantine because it was like I was just so bored and like. I don't know if you don't like make like you don't start connections often on like Instagram by like replying to some random person's story and be like, oh, my God, I actually have a couple people like it, that. I mean, it happens to me sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Like I do have some friends through Instagram where it's like but like I just know from the amount of like random kids who will DM me like about like photography related stuff like it's you know, I'm you just, don't want to be that guy that's DMing girls. It's not even that. It's just like, I mean, well, yeah, obviously that, that also just comes across as fucking creepy. I don't know. It's like somehow I'm still looking for an organic interaction if I'm like on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. or something like that, like an organic interaction where it's like, oh, we're paying attention to each other before I start talking to mm-hmm. someone in a DM, you know, because it's like, I just feel like. But like, so you've had, has, haven't had any of that? before no i mean it happens oh, here okay. and there but it's when you're bored at home and you just like oh, okay maybe i'll talk to like anyone like i just you know i'm fucking craving human interaction and you can only like text your friends so much before it's like oh, okay well we've talked we've expired this conversation for now i gotta wait 48 hours for something else to happen <laughs> before i can talk to you um but like so you know i, I downloaded the app because our like tinder because it was, you know, if you connect with someone on there, they, the point is to start talking to someone. Yeah. And so I've had, like, so many horrible dead-end conversations. It's Do awesome. Do you feel like dude. a lot of them have issues? Like, because that also is a cliche, you know? I just, it's not even issues. And, I mean, I'm sure I'm just as guilty of it from other people's perspectives. But so many people on there just can't, like, carry a conversation on. Like, you're doing all you can to talk. And they're not, like, it's not one-worded answers. You know, maybe they'll, like, engage with you for a little bit. But once, like, that line of dialogue starts to die down. You're disposable. It's, it's like, oh, there's nothing else to say. And if I don't initiate, like, basically a new conversation about something else, it'll just, they will never say something, is what I've found. And you I find f- that's like a huge pattern. Definitely. And wow. at first I was taking it like super personal, but then I realized like I'm just as guilty of it sometimes because I'll be talking with someone and like, I'm just not really feeling it. And that conversation like kind of dies down talking about like, Oh, what'd you do today? Or whatever, you know, and you're talking about your bullshit day. I sat at home, <laughs> ate a bag of Doritos and hated myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm fucking quarantined. What do you think I did? <laughs> Looked um, at a new corner of my apartment. Yeah, seriously. I slept on the couch tonight and I felt like I up. was camping. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my life is so exciting, which also makes it's which is funny, like, you know, going through all the self isolation and stuff up until we started, like we started going to the protests. I was never leaving the house Mm -hmm. other than to like go get food or whatever. And so I'd be like trying to talk to people then, too. And it's like I don't have anything to talk about and it doesn't feel like we're going to talk about like our lives because it's like. So where were you born and raised? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that conversation never I like goes that anywhere. conversation. I don't mind it, but normally it's like if someone asks me, I'll be like, oh, like I, I was born in California, but I was raised in New Hampshire. And people will be like, oh, that's cool. And I'll be like, what about you? And I'll be like, oh, I'm from, you know, It doesn't wherever. always lead to an, a conversation yeah. which might, besides like a That could back literally be the end of yeah, a conversation, yeah. you know? So but think I think... Of, like, times it has carried on because because it's not like oh they're not interested that you're just finding ways to connect and that just didn't connect for you guys yeah i found what's interesting too is i found when i was single like in my early to mid 20s like this technique or the strategy that always worked for me was i just kept asking questions yeah and just would like let them talk and listen to things they say and then be like and then be like okay, how can I either relate something to this or find out something more about this? And then like, where's the next question to keep them talking? And then at that point, you know, then they, I don't know, I felt like that was my, my tactic and it seemed to work all the time. I think that, well, it doesn't it's work smooth. The, but, it, no, it's smooth. But it doesn't work on the internet. No, I think you're talking to dumb girls then. I think maybe I am. Because I, A, that's, the ultimate rule of like dating, right? Like, cause you're already making the girl feel like you're interested in her, but you're also like keeping it going. I think too, like now that I'm thinking about it, like I'll do, you know, I'll ask questions and stuff like that. But I think I just, I hate texting now that I, I'm like, I'm doing a, a reflection, a, a quick reflection here of like, do I do it? I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. And like the girls who text nonstop also drive me insane. You want like so the like, lukewarm water, and not too hot, not too cold. I, no, I think this is just like the the unfortunate truth is is it's like okay, so you you told me to download download Hinge recently. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbled over that one to download Hinge recently, and I did, and. I find that, like, people do talk on there more than, like, mm-hmm. I'll match with someone on Tinder, and I'll be like, hey, how are you? And it's silent. Cricket, you know? cricket, cricket. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I do the same thing, though, so whatever. Um, and then I do feel like people talk more on Hinge, but I don't know. It's still, like, you know how it pops up? It'll pop up and be like, do you want to do, like, a phone, a voice, or face yeah. call? And I'm always like, No. No, 100%. Like, I don't want to because that feels really awkward. But then I think, like, I do want to have this conversation in person because I just know I'm better in person than I am on the fucking internet. But I can't. So I'm stuck in this, like, hell of having to do the thing that I hate to do on my phone, which is text. No, no, no. I think you need to stretch yourself because I think it's safe right now with quarantine to meet somebody, but you want to make sure that they're safe. You want to make sure it's worth the risk, right? Like yeah. before we, you would go on dates like, Oh, I'm kind of questioning it, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 We need to take that factor out. Right. It has to be a hundred percent. And like, that was like 
you know, about Soho Boy, I made him talk to me like for a month because I wasn't convinced at first. I thought he was fucking corny as fuck. Yeah. Turns out he's corny as fuck, but you know. (laughs) Fuck you, Soho Boy, if you ever listen to this. You know who you are. (laughs) And it's on site, dog. (laughs) Um, But I, I made him talk to me for a whole month. And like, I think you start like, getting feelings from that as well but the night that we were supposed to meet i fucking had anxiety because i was like dude i don't i mean it was still in the beginning or like in the middle of quarantine when we finally met but i had anxiety and i was like i don't even know who this guy is like it seems a lot to risk that so the last two people that have asked me out like we actually facetimed and me and him facetimed and i was like oh, okay the chemistry's there i'm gonna go and i think like I hate FaceTiming because, like, yeah. I don't think that camera's flattering and I'm going to make some bad angle with a double chin or something. I'm going to do something stupid and I always do dumb shit on FaceTime. Luckily, like, the only people I talk to on FaceTime ever, like, regularly, probably just Jason. I, and, like, I'll catch That's my, weird. I don't know. Because, like, we'll be, like... He'll Busy be, like, doing stuff. Yeah, we'll be doing shit and there's something about FaceTime. It's, like, I mean... I FaceTime Alex when I'm out of town. Mm-hmm. I think, like, best friends I can FaceTime because it's, like, you just kind of set your phone down and you're, like, rolling a joint or whatever. Yeah, you're that's true. Jazz working on music. Do that. Yeah, working on music. And it's, like, if you go silent for a couple minutes, it's almost it's not a big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah, you just turn and look and it's, like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, hanging out. But I, you got to be, like, close enough with someone to do that. And that's why I feel weird. It's also, like, getting on FaceTime with someone because I feel like I have to be engaged and, like, when you're sitting talking to someone, like, especially, like, let's say you go to the park and meet someone. Yeah. We'll go back to the tweet here. <laughs> if you're at the park and you're talking to someone, you know, it's, like, there's so much stimuli going on that it's not weird if you're, like, looking around and talking to them. When you're on FaceTime, it's, like, I'm looking you dead into the windows oh, of yeah, your soul. And if you And if you look away, I'm going to wonder what you're looking at. <laughs> like, is your roommate talking to you right now? Are they talking shit on me right now? What am I, a fucking joke to you, dog? <laughs> I'm horrible eye contact on FaceTime. I get, like, really shy. I'm horrible at eye contact but you know, a like, lot. But 100%, like, also, I hate looking at somebody I, I think is cute or something. Like, I get weird about that. That's, I don't have a time looking at myself in the corner on the FaceTime. And I think, also, we're narcissistic creatures. I think everyone looks at yeah. themselves in the corner. But I also don't want to make eye contact with that person Well, the, the so thing much. is, is if you're looking at yourself in the corner, you're actually looking closer to the camera because it's at the top in the middle. So everyone looks like they're looking at you, but they're mm. looking... That's how I... Because I feel like if you're looking in the... We should test it sometime and screenshot <laughs> it. Because if you're looking in the center of your phone, like, at their face, I feel like it would look like on the screen they're kind of looking down, right? I don't know. We had the test. I'm too stoned to fucking think about this. And I rarely FaceTime, but, like... That's true. I'll, I'll test it next time. I, I also, FaceTime like, Jason. hate FaceTiming because I don't want people... Like, I... Get, I never have anybody over my house, so I like don't want them to know like where I live or like what my place looks like. <laughs> I'm so weird. Your place looks good in a FaceTime, I bet. I don't know. I'm realizing my place. <laughs> you like is... how I specified in a FaceTime? <laughs> I'm, just I'm realizing. I like pl- your place. I know. I realize it's cute, but like I don't. I I always have like those are the things that I need to. Be an adult and achieve, and I just like in my head so don't feel like my. What are you saying? You should you shouldn't have like a studio apartment as an adult. You mean you no. have a very large studio apartment? It's, it's just not like, like it's... oh, I need a nicer couch and I need a nicer chair and like I need nicer furniture. Well, we all would like nicer things, but I mean like 
but Dog, look at my furniture. That shit has been shredded by cats who have no respect. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They have zero respect for the the world I've created for them. Women are willing to look around and, like, for a good guy being willing to lower standards while men, I think, or I, or maybe men do, and I, it's just this society has made us think that men are picky. You think men are picky? Yeah. Oh. Like if I you went men, over a girl's house and her, I think men think women par- are picky because I feel like that's why a lot of men do the things in their life they do to attract like a certain female. Yeah. Or a certain set people. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um. So if you went over a girl's house and her house was like ghetto, what would you do? Well, what do you mean by ghetto? Well, like, it wasn't cute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, like, run down. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Like, are we talking, like, mattress on the floor? <laughs> At what level? Okay, what's the bare minimum that you would expect for a girl that you're interested in? She Okay. If... These are, like, the things I would look for if I walk into a girl's apartment. Like, to know that you would consider, like... <clears throat> Okay, she's dateable. Okay, one, like, um, obviously she has to have a bed frame. (laughs) I don't have a bed frame. No, you have a bed frame. You have like a platform bed frame. I know that your mattress sits on that big platform, but that platform is elevated off the ground. I'm talking if your mattress was on the floor. (laughs) Okay, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe on a box spring on the floor, but still on the floor. Okay. I've lived that life before. It's not cool. (laughs) Not at this age. Okay. Unless it's artistically done. Sure. I mean, like... I don't know how you're going to fucking arts and crafts the bed on the floor up, (laughs) but you know what? I'm open... I will. I'm open to... I'll show you some Pinterest. Okay. I'm open to um, changing my opinion on on the bed on the floor, but at this point, from what I know of the bed on the floor, it's not a good look. Okay. Okay. Also... Like, I know it feels cliche now to say, because it's like a meme almost, but like, she got to have at least one plant. And that's only because it's like, oh, you can keep something alive. <laughs> like, you're like, you have enough responsibility in you to keep this, just this one little accent in your ar- apartment alive. Because like. Uh, a plant's not on a go- like, I, that doesn't need to be there. Because what case they're really busy? What do you mean? Like, what a case, like, they literally are traveling all the time. Well, then what am I doing meeting them if I'm, like, dating? They're going to have no time for... If they don't have time to keep a plant alive, <laughs> how the fuck are they going to keep a relationship alive? This is, like, I'm I'm talking about, like... For if, somebody that you would be considered If I'm date. going to a girl's apartment other than someone who I've met at the bar, basically, like, at that point, none, none of that matters, you so know? So you would fuck... And so you would fuck somebody that had their bed on the floor? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah. probably wouldn't spend the night, though. I, um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm clicking the pen. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're not allowed to do drugs. Um, what, okay, so what was it? Would I fuck a girl with her mattress on the floor? Like, on a one-night stand scenario? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Would you spend the night? Um, I would... It depends on how drunk you were and how late it was. Yeah. 
Touche. I would do that too. Yeah. So I respect that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's been a while that the re- Uber costs a little too much, or you, you don't re- got all that Uber money, anyways. Maybe even not like even that <laughs> to it. There's like a level of like, okay, if you're drunk and you hook up with someone, one of two things happens after you hook up with them after the orgasm. <laughs> you have this brief sense of euphoria, and then you either get this sense of like, Oh, I'm tired and want to just like lay down and go to sleep or like your gut is like your brain is just like all right this is over go home fight and flight mode go home. exactly <laughs> I've done your, that your brain is like go the fuck home and I mean I find that more often than not though like that late at night when I'm drunk I'm just like I'm going to pass the fuck out wherever <laughs> wake up in a cold bath with your like kidneys missing. I'm going to get up early in the morning and be like oh I I've, I've got to assist on a shoot or something you know you can't do that during quarantine but before that that would be like oh yeah I'd get up at like cuz you know like when you I don't know if you do this but after a night of drinking I wake up Super mad early, early yeah mad early You know why right No because it's still metabolizing your alcohol when you're drinking. Okay. And so that's an- energy. So your um, body doesn't really get to shut down. I never knew that, but that makes so much more Science. sense. That's why I never could understand. Like, I can definitely go back to sleep after, but I, normally I get up for at least like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could never understand people who never did. I'm like, how are you sleeping like right now we we drank so much last night um but anyway uh yeah you know when you get up you wake up early and it'd be like five i've like at like 5 30 6 a.m like woken up and started getting dressed and the girl's <laughs> like where do you gotta go i'm like oh i've got work have you ever left what do you in do? the middle of the night i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I don't work a job that would have me anywhere this early right now. Or if I did, doctor. I wouldn't be here. You sure said you're a doctor or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's the earliest you've ever left like on a, a one night stand? Or like not even like I've dipped out on guys that like I like. You want to know the best one I ever did? Okay. Oh, man, this is fucked up, too. <laughs> so I got fucked up. I fucked this chick at my apartment okay. this was like maybe like 23 okay and i wake up in the morning and like i just don't i like i don't want her there anymore but i can't just be like yo you need to leave because i've just always kind of struggled with telling girls get the fuck out uh-huh. of my apartment you know i just don't want to be rude but also get the fuck out of my apartment like um, set up her fucking shoes and like clothes nice and neat for her no, to get the, uh. I just got up and started getting dressed <laughs> <laughs> at like seven in the morning. <laughs> it's snowing outside, <laughs> mind you. I'm getting dressed and I'm like putting on like a shirt and tie. <laughs> Where did you work at this time? I worked at uh, Iron Tiger, the tattoo shop. <laughs> So, so she says, she, she like wakes up and I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Like to bounce you out this early, but I got to go. Like it's my friend Alex's college graduation. And it actually was Alex's college graduation, but I walked out the apartment. I walked like, I knew her car was to the left. So like, you know, I like gave her a hug and a kiss goodbye. I walked right. 
She went left. I walked around through the alley behind my apartment, came up the back staircase, and I was back in my bed before she drove by in her car. And I watched her drive by. And truth be told, I thought, for some reason, I thought Alex's graduation was the next day. Oh. (laughs) So it was just an excuse at the time. Uh And when I told Alex the story later, he's like, dog, it was my graduation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's all right. We got really fucked up that night. Um, I think the earliest, I've definitely dipped out on people and not told them. Have you done that? You mean like left before they woke up? Uh Uh-huh. No, well, I've like tried to, tried to quote unquote quietly leave where like I'm getting up and then like that kind of a thing. Like, yeah, yeah, they turn over and they're like, oh, what are you doing? I make the excuse like, oh, I got to go. But I don't think I've. friend's graduating. (laughs) Everyone's graduating. (laughs) (laughs) It's February 4th. What do you mean your friend's graduating? He was held back. (laughs) (laughs) um but no i uh normally just like i gotta go to work or whatever i forgot to feed the cats yeah actually you know what i wrote down on my notes today Uh (laughs) this is so funny i wrote down on my notes today of like potential things like oh if we get like nothing to talk about i like i just wrote like don't go on tinder horny (laughs) because like what happens is like you go on one of these apps and you're just horny as fuck but you're not like horny enough to masturbate yet yeah and so you're like on the app like looking and like you know swiping right swiping left a bunch swiping right swiping left a bunch whatever swiping because you're horny right um a lot of times i'd be willing to like swipe right on something that like someone i'm like like, yeah someone sorry (laughs) Oh, I'm canceled. Um, I'd be willing to swipe right on someone that, like, in a brief moment, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're hot and I'd hook up with you. But, like, this thing about you is corny. This thing about you is corny. This thing about you is corny. But, like, mm, I mean, I think there's definitely different levels of thirst that you're coming at the board with each time. Like, I'll be, and, like, that level of thirst is like, oh, I just want attention so bad right now that, like, I'll overlook some of that stuff that, like, I don't know, you wear a fucking polo or something. That's, are, that's a that's a strike for you, wearing a polo? What are your strikes? My, oh, one minute. Give me, give me some of your strikes. That's interesting. I'll, I'll have to think of some of mine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, we talked about this, that some guys actually use f- filtered photos. Yeah. And, like, their eyes are blurred over, and I'm like, why? Oh, or, yeah. like, their, or their skin is. Um, like... Any sort of, if you, I don't know, I don't remember how many photos you get on fucking Tinder, but let's say it's five. <clears throat> if you have five photos, I'm willing to give a pass for one with like a silly face filter. But like if more than one have like a crazy filter where I'm like, okay, oh yeah, 100%. I'm like, that's a solid no, because already like, I don't know what you look like and you're insecure enough about what you look like. That, that like on an, app best ones. on an app where you're predominantly trying to meet people off of your looks, you're starting off with a lie. <laughs> that's like, that's already like, I'm sorry. If you can't like step outside the box and see that a little bit, then I don't I know. I wouldn't say anybody with a, like a goofy face filter because like, 
Yo, my mom uses them. Like, that's corny. I mean, I think they're corny, too. I never use them. But I, like, to this point, even, like... Unless it's, like, something really stupid, like a black metal filter or something silly, you Yeah. Know? I, don't, I don't even know that. You know, like, I will say, like, I'm even, like, snobbier now. If you have, like, a bunch of selfies and not any good quality photos, you know, now that you're my professional Tinder yeah. dating profile photographer, um, thanks for upping my game. Yeah. I do what I can, you know? <laughs> um, when I saw you on Tinder, I was just like, I took that photo, I took that photo, <laughs> Alex took that photo. Photo, I took that photo. There's a selfie. I took that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I th- to me, like, okay, I, I think that's a like a dub too. But like, it's also like, you're not playing in the same world as me or the same community. So like, we're all creative people. I want to attract somebody that I can at least fucking bullshit with. Yeah, it's not even that. Sometimes I just want to attract someone who works in a creative field. Because I feel like they get it. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, everything. Your lifestyle is the same. Everything from, like, yeah, like, lifestyles, work schedules, like, creative mood swings, anything like that. Like, everyone I know who's, like, a real, like, I'm saying you can have mood swings and not be creative. But every creative person I know has, like, mood swings. Myself included. You yeah, all. it's it's taxing. I mean, it's kind of weird when you meet someone like a like a, for lack of a better word, a normie, <laughs> who doesn't really have mood swings. They're just always one constant like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm just kind of cheery. I'm like, those are people that have desk jobs, and I just don't get it. Yeah, they're but like those are the people like that their career doesn't drive them. Yeah, and so like they're. Con- they're happy because they have time. You know what? They're probably fucking smart as fuck because over here we're like busting our ass to fucking try and make it somewhere. My fucking social life is hurting. <laughs> yeah, but all their social lives can consi- like when it's I rose think rose of- and fucking like and brunch. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god, I can't wait to go to brunch on Sunday. Bottomless mimosas. Mm, you do love a Bloody Mary though, so we can't like, yeah, but you know what. A Bloody Mary's fire. That's not is <laughs> Bloody Mary is not exclusive to brunch. You drink a Bloody Mary at a bowling alley. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, Bloody Mary is universal. You know where I drink the most Bloody Marys is at the airport. That's so random. Every time before I fly, well, it doesn't it, matter what time of day it is. If there's a bar open, I get a Bloody Mary. I don't know why. It's just like a weird tradition. You know, I've, I did that when I was um, in Nashville. I did that, like, that whole summer. Like, every time I flew, I, like, did that. And that was, I remember distinct, distinctively doing it in Nashville. Wait, you lived in Nashville? No, I went to Nashville the summer. I was unemployed. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. For a second, I was like, I don't oh remember. Oh, my God, it was a I don't classic remember this scene. part of your timeline. No, it was a classic scene. Let me tell you about that. That, okay, so the Nashville airport um, closed down. Okay. And my flight was later, so, like, it Everything closed down at 10, so, like, you had to stay in your thing. So, like, um, in your um, gate, or you could venture to another gate, but you couldn't do anything else. And so I went to the bar, like, at last call, and I was having a drink, and I was talking to this guy, and I think he was from Las Vegas, too, and, like, we kind of were flirting, and I was like, oh, this is so cute. This is, like, the cliche, getting my drink, and he got my flight. That happens to me a lot. I talk to people at the bar at the airport a lot. No. Okay. I get to my gate. After yeah. I get some like little snacks because I love a snack for the flight. Mm-hmm. He's What'd never you get? Gonna, I don't fucking know. This was like eight years ago, bro. Oh, so it was real granola. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was pure cardboard. I know you eight years ago. That sh- you were eating dust and you're like, it's so good <laughs> and it's gluten free and 
Tar Heel free, and I don't know. I'm just oh, making shit up. I was super vegan at that time too, so I was like, and, and fucking in the South, man, it was yeah, it was cardboard. Yeah, um, they gave me just empty box. And I'm like, here's the vegan <laughs> option. Um, I get to the gate. He's there with his baby mama and his kid. What? Yeah, he was at the bar hitting on me, and then he he did the old shit look, and I didn't want to blow him up because like, hey, this women will start drama, you know, like... Yeah. That will hurt her more than, like, whatever. Yeah, it's true. And, like, also cause a scene, and then they have to be on a flight. Like, that shit's on him. He knows yeah. he's scum for the rest of and his all, life. All that stuff will always come to the future, but, yeah, that was... I forgot about that. I was actually... When I re... Um, reopened my Twitter, I saw that in there. And I was oh, like, really? oh, I fucking forgot about this memory. God. So, um, another no- non-negotiable in my photos are, like, animal ones. Like like them sitting with a tiger or like on an elephant. Okay. I thought you meant like their dog or something. No, like if you have a fucking cute ass dog, I'm swiping right. Like really? <laughs> that's actually a pass for the go. No, <laughs> no. But like. An elephant. Ew. Oh, but look at the puppy. An elephant and like tigers are cruel because A, it's not even animal cruelty. It's also you a basic if this is what you do to travel and that is your form of exotic traveling is to go to some themey ass fucking animal sanctuary yeah and get a photo and pay way too much money for it instead of like going out and just doing normal things and the localized things we have nothing to talk about you yeah. t- you dumb because you know what you're gonna do you're not even gonna put in time for like our date or us getting to know each other that's what it signifies to me okay <laughs> okay chad <laughs> I'm just going to figure out the most expensive, stupid, stunning thing I can do. And that's what I'm going to take her to do. That's what you think he's saying? He wouldn't even do that. He'd be like, I'm going to take you to this bar I really like. And <laughs> the way your mouth, oh, I think you this bar I really like. Sorry, keep he's going. He's going to like tell me something that he loves is like fire. And it's going to be like something I read in like time out like fucking five months ago and he's just catching on and he thinks it's really cool like he's gonna fucking take me to like what is it smorgasbord and like be fucking excited about his fucking ramen burger or something oh my god do you like food (laughs) trucks they do do this thing it's fucking crazy man it's so sick it's all these different food vendors (laughs) yeah it's just mad corny yeah i mean don't get me wrong like if you called me up and you're like you want to go to this i'd be like yeah yeah but you know what i don't really also, like food truck festivals, I don't like get it it's because the problem is, is like food, food. It's not even. I mean, yeah, that's definitely part of the problem. But even if it was all like healthy, organic, free range, whatever the fuck we want to call it, uh, I was just thinking if it was if it was some veggie trays, would you back it? I would, dude, I wish I can't believe that grocery store didn't have veggie trays. But what I'm saying is, even if it was like. Like, all healthy food, but food trucks. It's like, after you've ate from, like, three places, like, you're going to get one thing here and one thing there and That's one thing here. It's fucking costly, too. A, it's costly. And B, after you've ate from, like, three places, it's like, well, now I'm just in this park of food trucks and people eating, like, and sitting in the grass. I can, I'm not going to go somewhere else. So, almost, I, like, when people pay admission to go to, like, foodie fest. Who does that? They have things like that. Like, but, food truck uh, festivals where you pay maybe. admission to go in I mean, I don't know. I've actually never been to one. Maybe they have a Ferris wheel or something, but like... Well, normally it's centered around something else. So like the one in Las Vegas that they used to do. What was it called? I think it was called Foodie Fest. It was Streets. Streets, yeah. Um, Streets was fun because like then you just like 
fucking eat some food, go drink downtown, go to the Griffin, go to beauty bar, drink. You could go back. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, but it's like... There was one in San Francisco, too, that they always did, like, a weekly inside the um, park. Okay, I guess I'm just talking shit on Smorgasburg or whatever the hell it's called. But you don't have to pay for that. And so what's... That's true. But you still, like, when it's in Prospect Park, like, that's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, it used to be right in Williamsburg, so, like... I've only ever gone to it at Prospect Park. Well, that's your fucking problem. Yeah, I you guess it is. should plan better. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a I, fucking pathetic actually, loser. Actually, you know what? I don't think there's, like... We need to, like... And explore more over there because I don't think it's as shitty as you think it is. What Prospect Park? Yeah, like over by there. It's not that I think the area. I like the area around Prospect. I'm Park. talking about like to do something else. But I'm saying like Prospect Park itself. <laughs> I just don't think is that cool. Uh, it's it, I'm the area around the area around it is cool. I'm indifferent. I like everywhere over there, um, but the park itself is just like. I'd rather go to, like, if I was going to go to a big park, I'd rather go to, like, Central Park yeah, than Prospect Park. And But honestly, like, I don't even like a big park like that. Like, I like going to, like, um, what's the one near you? Hernandez? Yeah, I hate Maria Hernandez. I don't mind that park. I like Washington Square. I want to say. Yeah, Washington Square is a great park. Yeah, that might be my favorite. That's my favorite also, park. Also. I like everybody that goes there. What's the park where we were eating tacos that time? Columbus Park? I love that park. Not Columbus Circle, Columbus Park, Ta- right? I think so, yeah. It's like down by Chinatown. I just... That I, park is awesome. I, I like the feel of it. Because yeah. it's also like in the Hidden Street, and it's right down the street from my favorite place in the world, Chinatown um, Fair. Yes, I love Chinatown Fair. So, um, and th- so that park has a special memory to me. And on top of it, it was that time that we found all those bikes and wheelchairs chained to it oh yeah it's it's a good time it's a good time i like that park but washington square park is my number one i like how this has slowly turned into a park review <laughs> the best parks to get fucked up in in new york city during we quarantine we do not allude to any fucked upness okay well i don't think we ever go to the park not fucked up or getting fucked up touche touche if my mother listens to this she's gonna think i have some sort of serious drinking problem <laughs> which i don't Please vouch for me right now, Morgan. <laughs> you don't. I actually tell him to drink. No, I'm joking. I barely drink, so you barely drink. Yeah. I smoke weed, though. At the park. That's always fun. I enjoy that. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> this is what my life is at now. I don't care. I'm going to fucking own it. I think, you know, whatever. Life could be rougher. I could be fucking doing heroin at the park, you know? Do you think if quarantine carries on how it is... Do you think as park dates throughout the summer, because obviously if you go to the park now, you can tell people are on dates Mm -hmm. because there's nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. Do you think people are going to start judging you by which park you asked to meet them at? No. No. I think that's going to be more localized. Like I'm not going to go out of my way to meet you. Like if you don't live by that park or if it's not like in the middle for us. Yeah. Problem is I don't have any good parks around me really. The closest would probably be is like Maria Hernandez. But the same thing, like where are you meeting the girls so you could do another park by you, like them in right, the middle. Right. Sometimes I don't want to go that far. Well, you gotta put in some effort, Tony. This is Corona. I guess if I don't want to put in the effort, I shouldn't put in any effort. That should right? be yeah. That should be a red flag, actually. So that's fair. Write that note down for yourself. This is a red flag. 
Um, you know what? Okay, just since this all stemmed off of picture faux pas uh-huh. on, on Tinder, you know what else I hate? What? When you lead with a group pick. Well, that is the same along the lines of a filtered pick. You. Okay, it's a little hit or miss because, like, men, I kind of. I give them a, a little bit of a lead because like, Hey, men shouldn't really be taking selfies and stuff. But like, once again, if you're creative, I think you already yeah. have those type of photos either of yourself, you're testing or like you have friends in the field, um, or that's their hobbies. But yes, yeah, a group photo, I guess actually I don't give as much slack, but I, I understand because in my head, I don't think men should care that much, but if, that's the best of the best. And it's also showing to me that you don't really think you're like, how many times have you looked on a group photo and be like, damn, I hope it's that one. That's, that's literally what I was going to say when, when you were finished, like when you were done, I was going to tell you that for me, it's, if I look at the group photo, it doesn't matter if it's two girls or six girls, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to go, I hope it's this one. (laughs) And when I go to the next page, if it isn't, I instantly swipe left. Cause I'm just like, well, and I just think to myself, like, I would never, I mean, like I get having maybe a group photo if it's like from something cool, I, which I don't know where you would, um, get a cool group photo. I don't know. I climbed Mount Everest and here's my four friends and me on top of Mount Everest, you know? Do you really want to talk to Becky that climb Mount No, Mount but Everest? I'm just saying like a big achievement or like something that would validate a group photo, you know? Mm-hmm. But when it's just, like, four friends in front of, like, some balloons that say, like, 32, (laughs) you know, it's like, I don't know which one of you's birthday it is. And, like, why did you, you obviously think you look really good in this photo. But when you put your. You should also crop it. Like, do you not edit people out of your photos? I also think cropped, cropped group photos are funny. Why? I don't know. Because then it's, it's always just, I don't know. It's also, like. We all live in the age of, like, most of us have IG. So if you don't have one single photo of yourself. Yeah. Or, like, multiple. That's weird nowadays. Because, like, the the concept of having a photo, right? Like, we used to have photos and, like, to commemorate moments only, right? Like, special times. Yeah. Um, and And the majority of it. Yeah. And so, like, okay, that's all I have. Like, you go through your parents' fucking photos, and it's nothing but shitty-ass fucking group photos or, like, baby photos. That's not involved. That's changed. So, like, you actually have less of that and more of your own singular. Yeah. So, like, if somebody can't, like, supply at least three, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Or how about, you know what else I was thinking about? Mm -hmm. Right before you got over, I was looking on Hinge at some girl who replied to something. And, like, first picture, I was like, meh. Second picture, I was like, oh, she's cute. Third picture, sunglasses. Fourth picture, sunglasses. Fifth picture. Oh, you have to be conscious of that. I think maybe they don't think of those things. I guess, but I'm like, I can't really tell what you look like. And we're on an app. About looks. Like, I mean, I guess it's not about looks, but it's like. It's about looks. Yeah, you can't pick, like, going back to what we were saying in the beginning, like, when you're at the bar or wherever, and I sound like a fucking alcoholic, (laughs) but when you're at the bar, you can also just, like, pick up on someone's energy, kind of, you know what I'm saying? You you can't get that through a screen. All you can get is their aesthetic, but not, like, kind of how they carry themselves Do you also pay attention to, um, because I try and be very conscious of this. If they have any body photos, because like I have a lot of photos that are just like my dumb fucking face, and I'm like fuck, I don't even. I could be like a fatty. 
if it's all face pics and it's questionable. If you like them. But, like, if you thought somebody was all the way attractive all the way, yeah, you wouldn't it, even Yeah, think. I wouldn't care if it okay. was all face pics. But if I'm, like, even, like, questioning a little, I mean, not to sound superficial, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. No, that's fair. That's fair. Not that I have any, like, I mean, I have a very broad taste. But still, it's just, like, sometimes, too, if it's just all face photos, you know what I sometimes think? What? I'm like, I don't know how you dress. Oh, so that's a factor. For me, yeah. I get that a lot. I look at men, how they dress. I'm like, I don't think we're going to get along. Like One time I went on a date with a girl and she wore like the corniest <laughs> sweater I've ever seen in my life. Like the absolute corniest thing I've ever <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail. Yeah, I want to know those details. <laughs> I can't because I feel like there's a possibility she might listen to this at some point <laughs> and it will expose her and I'll feel bad. Actually, by the time I get to the end of the story, she's going to know it's her anyway. So I'm sorry. I didn't like that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this, um, it was like, I don't know how to describe it. Cause I'm, I'm not good with fabrics and stuff, but it was like really soft wool, I guess, kind of, you know, but it's like fuzzy. Okay. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? What's that called? Chanel. Maybe a Chanel. It was kind of shiny. No, it wasn't really shiny. It was gray and like kind of fuzzy. Maybe it wasn't wool. I don't know. Oh. It's soft. Okay. Anyway, imagine a gray, soft, kind of hairy sweater. That sounds like mohair. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know fabrics. Anyway, fine. The Mm -hmm. hair is fine. It's like gray. And then it had like all these like, like bejewels, like on like one chest panel, I guess. I'm thinking in terms of tattooing right now. But like on one chest panel, it was just like, just like some black and silver, like, cheap plastic it looked like something like your grandma would wear do you think it was thrifted or do you think it was new i don't know but just because it's thrifted doesn't make it cool like well there's always that kitschy yeah thrifted person you know what i'm talking about this wasn't kitschy okay in my opinion and i just remember like we went on this date and the whole time like i couldn't think about anything but this fucking sweater dude (laughs) and it got kind of cold and we ended up we ended up back like near my place and we were gonna go to a bar and i was like she was talking about how she was cold and i was like oh i got a jacket that'll fit you perfect smooth i had like this bomber that like i don't know cropped way high in the middle of my back i was like oh this be perfect on like someone her size i gave it to her And she still hasn't given it back. And I have a feeling if she ever listens to this, I'll never get it back. <laughs> She's very nice, though. She's a cute girl. Just that sweater was atrocious. And it was all I could think about all fucking Well, day. there's always the argument, right? Does that, that make me mad superficial, though? Because it's like... No. I, I don't think it makes you superficial. Um, it's just so funny because, like, there's always the argument that... Um, women more and more too is like fashion becomes more like androgynous and like creative that like we're dressing there's a type of woman or like there sometimes we dress in ways that men don't find attractive but we think it looks good in a female perspective i could see that and I there's always, a lot of there's a lot of trends that come and go over the last few years especially that have been like i get that it's cool i guess but it's not for me not saying I think a girl needs to dress a specific way, but they're just like naturally, like I'm sure just with you saying you don't like polo shirts, <laughs> there's just some things that you look at and you're like, I just don't feel like I like that. I'm going to, you know what? I, 
I am judgy with how guys dress. I can like tell like there, you know what my biggest cliche is just because you can put, you know, good brands or you wear good brands doesn't mean that you are a good dresser. Oh, definitely. And like another one is like bold colors. I think it's corny when like older men like bold colors. Like, no, you ain't a kid what anymore. By, what do you mean by bold? Like color blocking? No, like there's one guy in my dating palette that we bring up a lot. Your dating palette. <laughs> Can I get his nickname? His dating Ross. No, this this nickname will give it away. Oh, but do I know his nickname? Yeah, you know his nickname. I'm not going to do it because he might listen. We're saying this a lot. Um, Hold on a second, though. I need to know what his nickname is. So you have to tell me because I want to know who we're talking about. I can tell you later. I can, like, write you down and, like, slip you paper. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if I can guess who it is. Yeah, just like, let's play this game. This let's fun. play this game. Okay. Yeah. I like how he dresses. I think it's cute and I'm relatable to it. It's we share similar lifestyles. Okay. But sometimes he's a little too comfortable with color. Yeah. That and maybe it throws me off too because his career is so professional and then he like then wears like a fucking pink fucking jersey or something. And uh. I'm like like okay, I just like wish that you took that jersey because that's tight and maybe not bought the pink one. Maybe that's just the black one. <laughs> As but, I'm sitting here in my black jersey, like, exactly. <laughs> thank you. I, so I think there's a way to be, and I think that sometimes that's where it gets, in streetwear especially, because a lot of it is very um, urban, and I think there's some influence that is, involves a lot of color, but there's always, like, the, the very plain version of, like, a style, and then there's the bright color right yeah and so like i always like the plain black one and i think somebody of our age should probably go with the more neutral or like oh, see and you're you're getting mad at them for going with what the young kids are going with i'm just like dude know your fucking know your audience know who yeah. you are yeah. don't be holding on to it yeah it's like the same guy that would be buying like a cause like dude bro you're probably Ooh, like over cause. 40 dude cause <laughs> i've never understood i don't know actually we can have another whole conversation about this yeah, because did should. you see the yeezy announcement oh yeezy and gap yeah interesting so we can save that for next week yeah so I thanks feel- for tuning in yeah yeah we're gonna cut this off um thank you